Namaste and welcome to Chatra Shunyam. Today I want to chat to you about compassion, self-compassion. Compassion is seen as an admirable trait. However, when it comes to compassion towards ourselves, we seem to have an issue with that. For many, it carries a whiff of all those nasty self-terms, self-pity, self-serving, self-indulgent, self-centered, and just plain selfish. Why is it we see being compassionate towards others as commendable, but towards ourselves as being selfish? Is it because we don't fully understand what self-compassion is? Let's take a deeper look. So, what is compassion? Firstly, to have compassion for others, you have to notice that they are suffering. Seems obvious enough, right? If you ignore that homeless person on the street, that work colleague crying in the bathroom, or that child who's being bullied, etc., how are you to feel compassion for how difficult their experience is? Secondly, compassion involves empathy. Feeling moved by other suffering so that your heart responds to their pain. The word compassion means to suffer with. When this occurs, you feel warmth, caring, and the desire to help the suffering person in the same way. Having compassion also means that you offer understanding and kindness to others when they fail or make mistakes rather than judging them harshly. Finally, when you feel compassion for another rather than mere pity or sorrow, it means that you realize that suffering, failure and imperfection are part of the shared human experience. The wonderful thing is, so is growth. Think about what the experience of compassion feels like. Having compassion for oneself is no different from having compassion for others. Self-compassion triggers people to adopt a growth mindset. Okay, So let's look at what is self-compassion. Self-compassion involves acting the same way towards yourself when you're having a difficult time, fail or notice something you don't like about yourself. Instead of just ignoring your pain with a stiff upper lip, mentality, belittling or criticizing yourself, you start to tell yourself, this is difficult right now. And then imagine that you are talking to yourself about this weakness from a compassionate and understanding perspective. What we could also do is you have that little inner child with you that's been hurt, you know, that had been belittled and ridiculed and criticized growing up. Imagine you're talking to that young child, okay? which is yourself, would you be compassionate towards them if you were seeing this little child going through this? Of course you would. So why not do that to yourself? <laughs> Instead of mercilessly judging, belittling, or critiquing yourself for various inadequacies thank you, or shortcomings, self-compassion means you're kind and understanding when comfort when confronted with personal failure. After all, whoever said you are supposed to be perfect? And besides, how can we truly define perfection? Is it not really in the eye of the beholder? Perhaps most importantly, having compassion for yourself means that you honor and accept your humanness. Things will not always go the way you want them to. You will encounter frustration, losses will incur, you will make mistakes, bump up against our limitations and fall short of our ideals. This is the human condition, a reality shared by all of us. 
The more you open your heart to this reality instead of constantly fighting against it, the more you will be able to feel compassion for yourself and all your fellow humans humans in the experience of life. When we are when sorry, when we care tenderly for ourselves in response to suffering, our heart opens. Compassion engages our our capacity for love, wisdom, courage and generosity. It's a mental and emotional state that's boundless and directionless, grounded in the great spirit traditions of the world, but available to every person simply by our being human. In a surprising twist, the nurturing power of self-compassion is now being illuminated by the matter-of-fact, tough-minded methods of empirical science, and the growing body of research literature is demonstrating conclusively that self-compassion is not only central to mental health, but can be enriched through learning and practice, just like so many other good habits. Let's look at the three elements of self-compassion as defined by Kristen Neff. Okay, so he says, self-kindness versus self-judgment. Self-compassion entails being warm and understanding towards ourselves when we suffer, fail, or feel inadequate, rather than ignoring our pain or flagellating ourselves with self-criticism. Self-compassionate people recognize that being imperfect, failing, and experiencing life difficulty is inevitable, so they tend to be gentle with themselves when confronted with painful experiences rather than getting angry when life falls short of set ideals. People cannot always be or get exactly what they want. When this reality is denied or fought against, suffering increases in the form of stress, frustration, and self-criticism. When this reality is accepted with sympathy and kindness, greater emotional equanimity is experienced. Second one is common humanity versus isolation. Frustration at not having things exactly as we want is often accompanied by an irrational but pervasive sense of isolation, as if I were the only person suffering or making mistakes. All humans suffer, however. The very definition of being human means that one is mortal, vulnerable, and imperfect. Therefore, self-compassion involves recognizing that suffering and personal inadequacies is part of the shared human experience, something that we all go through rather than being something that happens to me alone. And then there's mindfulness versus over-identification. Self-compassion also requires taking a balanced approach to our negative emotions so that feelings are neither suppressed nor exaggerated. This equilibrated stance stems from the process of relating personal experiences to those of others who are also suffering, thus putting our situation into a larger perspective. It also stems from the willingness to observe our negative thoughts and emotions with openness and clarity so that they are held in mindful awareness. Mindfulness is a non-judgmental, receptive mind state in which one observes thoughts and feelings as they are without trying to suppress or deny them. We cannot ignore our pain and feel compassion for it at the same time. And yet, at the same time, mindfulness requires that we 
not be over-identified with thoughts and feelings so that we are caught up and swept away by negative reactivity. So compassion is important. Without it, we would decline into a state of stone emotionally and mentally. We need to see as a society that compassion, and especially self-compassion, is a strength, not a weakness. All right? Self-compassion means being vulnerable to yourself. It takes a lot of strength to be empathetic and compassionate. Why? Like I said, because it means showing our emotions and being vulnerable. So, try and be vulnerable with yourself and show yourself some compassion. I want to know, guys, how compassionate have you been in your life towards yourself? Namaste.